This is KVMR FM, Nevada City, KCPC Camino. In an effort to recruit at least 10,000 therapists to work at California public schools, the state is offering $20,000 stipends. Details coming up on the California Report. And after regional headlines and weather, Felton Pruitt talks with Pepino de Agostino, who will be playing the Nevada City Oddfellows Hall this Tuesday, August 9th. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. California is offering $20,000 stipends to recruit and train more mental health clinicians to work in the state's public schools. The program is a response to the student mental health crisis. KQED's Julia McAvoy reports. Bridges Academy at Melrose Elementary School in East Oakland has just one therapist for 400 students, and that therapist, Yesibel Inga, can only carry an active caseload of 15 students. But Inga says a quarter of the students at her school are newly arrived immigrants who have experienced trauma. If we were to set up kids with uh, therapy support, like preventative, you know, we wouldn't have fifth graders that have suicidal ideation. The state wants to get 10,000 more clinicians like Inga into schools and now has extra state budget dollars to try and make it happen, says State Superintendent Tony Thurmond. We are hearing, like you are, anecdotal reports of long waiting lists as families try to connect with counselors, psychologists, uh, pediatricians and others to support their children. So we know that the need is great and we know that 10,000 would be a significant increase The biggest problem may be a shortage of practitioners, especially people of color. Thurman says there will be outreach to candidates of color. The Golden State Teacher Grant Program will expand to offer graduate students working towards becoming clinicians $20,000 grants. And teacher residency programs will expand to include school counselors. For the California Report, I'm Julia McAvoy. A bill that provides some protections for immigrants in court is heading to Governor Gavin Newsom's desk after it was approved unanimously in the state assembly yesterday. KQED's immigration editor, Tyke Hendricks, has more. State Senator Scott Weiner's measure was first enacted in 2017 when immigration agents under then-President Donald Trump were picking up undocumented people at courthouses to deport them. The law said if an attorney wants to ask a witness about their immigration status in court, the judge must first decide if it's relevant to the case. But that law was temporary and expired late last year. This bill would make it permanent. Wiener says that benefits public safety for everyone. It's in all of our interests to make sure that people feel safe going to court, testify. The last thing we need is victims or witnesses refusing to show up. The bill passed with strong bipartisan support. Weiner, who's a Democrat, says that shows Californians understand that immigrants are integral to the state, even when Republicans in some other places are campaigning on the notion that immigrants are a threat. For the California Report, I'm Tyke Hendricks. Voters in San Bernardino County will have the chance to vote in November on whether the county could potentially secede from California. The California Report's Keith Mizuguchi has more. The San Bernardino County Board of Supervisors voted unanimously this week to put a measure on the November ballot that would ask voters a question. Do they want to spend taxpayer dollars to study all options 
in figuring out whether the county is getting a fair share of funds from both the state and federal government, which would include the possibility of secession. While the vote was unanimous to put the proposal before voters, Supervisor Joe Baca Jr. expressed concerns about the idea. I am not in favor of succession. You know, I just don't believe that we have the resources or wherewithal, the staff or ability to create our own um, state. Baca Jr. did say that he's in favor of studying all options when it comes to figuring out if San Bernardino County is getting its fair share of funding from the state and federal government. Supervisor Don Rowe floated another idea, the possibility of San Bernardino County potentially joining either Arizona or Nevada. But she also expressed concerns about what any of this would mean in terms of additional cost for the county. The secession proposal was initially brought to the board last month by a local real estate developer. Even if the measure is approved by voters in November, it would face serious roadblocks, as secession would have to be approved by the state legislature and Congress. For the California Report, I'm Keith Mizuguchi. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Healthcare. Alerting listeners to the critical blood shortage in the area, now is the time to donate blood and make a difference. StanfordBloodCenter.org. Hint fruit infused water and over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories, in stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. A Fresno high school has issued an apology for painting over a student mural completed for the campus. As KVPR Sarith Hawk reports, artists are wondering just what happened and the message it sends to the arts community. The mural was titled Rise Together, and it featured a bright, colorful background and a silhouette of trees. It had just been completed in July as part of a youth summer mural project and was up for about a week and a half before it was erased at McLean High School. I was just blown away, honestly. Uh, still, I'm kind of blown away. That's program director Jason Esquivel, who happened to drive past the campus one morning when he noticed a blank wall. I didn't go out that way, and if I didn't drive by there, they're like, I would have never known, because no one ever called me. The school's principal called him to apologize the next morning, but the district wouldn't say why it was taken down. Fresno Unified School Board trustee Veva Isla said it was a, quote, huge mistake. I think that mistake inadvertently or directly uh, has really sent a negative message to the artistic community and to students, right, about the importance of their work and their art. The school invited the artists back to paint another mural on campus, but the artists have declined the offer so far. For the California Report, I'm Sarith Hawk in Fresno. And finally, the Los Angeles Dodgers will pay tribute to longtime broadcaster Vin Scully before tonight's game at Dodger Stadium. It's the team's first home game since Scully died at the age of 94 earlier this week. The Dodgers say there will also be opportunities for fans to pay respect to Scully throughout the stadium. 
And that is the California Report for Friday, August 5th. We are a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Katie McMurrin and Danny Bringer, with assistance from Seal Muller. Our producers are Daphne Young and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editors are Angela Corral and Holly J. McDeed. Our interim director of news is Ki Sung. Our executive editor is Ethan Tobin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day and weekend. In COVID news, the Sacramento Bee reports that a new COVID-19 outbreak is underway at one of Sacramento County's jails, with the number of active inmate cases increasing more than six-fold in a week. The Sacramento County Sheriff's Office reported 106 active infections as of Wednesday among inmates at the Rio Consumnes Correctional Center in Elk Grove. That marks a week-over-week increase of 90 inmate cases in the county jail system, from 17 last week to 107 this week. Of the 90 new cases, 13 were detected during the intake observation and quarantine period, according to the sheriff's website. Locally, the Nevada County Transit Service announced its free Fair Days event from Wednesday, August 10th through Sunday, August 14th, in conjunction with the county fair. Visitors and residents alike are invited to hop on the bus to enjoy stress-free travel around the community. Additionally, Nevada County Connects will be operating a free shuttle service from Tinloy Transit Center in downtown Grass Valley, that's across the street from the Gold Miners Inn, to the main gate of the fairgrounds, including stops at Pine Creek and Grass Valley Shopping Centers. The free fare shuttle will operate Wednesday through Sunday, departing Tinloy Transit Center approximately every 30 minutes. Finally, if you're planning to travel through Truckee this coming week, Caltrans says that you should expect delays of up to 20 minutes. On I-80 eastbound, the number two lane will be closed around the clock from 8 p.m. this coming Sunday, August 7th, through 10 a.m. on Friday, August 12th, between the Donner Pass Road exit and the State Route 89 South exit. Now let's take a look at this weekend's regional weather and air quality forecasts. In Grass Valley and Nevada City, Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 61 degrees. Saturday will be sunny with a high near 86. Saturday night, clear skies with a low around 62. Sunday, sunny with a high near 89. The AQI for Grass Valley and Nevada City is currently good with a value of 5, and this weekend, the forecast calls for an AQI value of 25, which is also good. In Truckee and the Lake Tahoe area, Tonight, a 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly before 8 p.m., then mostly cloudy with a low around 49 degrees. Saturday will be sunny and warm with a high near 78. Saturday night will cool to a low around 51 degrees. And on Sunday, Truckee and the Lake Tahoe region will be sunny with a high near 82. Currently, Air quality in the Tahoe region is good, with an AQI value of 43, and this weekend it gets even better. The forecast for the area calls for an average air quality index value of 26. Now, for Sacramento and the surrounding valley, tonight, mostly cloudy, becoming mostly clear, with a low around 62. On Saturday, it'll be sunny, with a high near 91. Saturday night will cool down to a low around 60, and on Sunday, Sacramento will be sunny and hot with a high near 97. The air quality index for Sacramento is currently good with a value of 8, 
and the AQI for the area is expected to continue in the good range this weekend at 19. You're listening to the Evening News on KVMR. Up ahead, Felton Pruitt chats with Sicilian guitarist Pepino D'Agostino. We're talking with Pepino D'Agostino. He's playing at the Nevada City Odd Fellows Hall coming up on Tuesday, August 9th. It's great to have you coming back to our area. You're no stranger to playing in the Nevada City area, though, are you, Pepino? No, no. It's such a lovely, lovely community of people, and I love being there, and, and thank you. Thank you for um, helping with, you know, promotion and publicity. I appreciate that. I remember we had you in Grass Valley back, I guess, before the pandemic. Then I think during the pandemic, even you played up on the ridge somewhere. So you've been coming around. How did COVID affect your touring schedule? Um, You know, I basically I was home for two years. All the tours were canceled. And so I'm very happy that life started again uh, about three or four months ago. Started touring in Europe. I just came back from Europe. And uh, there's more tours coming up. And so, you know, but it's been tough for me and other people in the industry. Yeah. Did you get to go back to your home country on this last tour? Mm-hmm. I was there. I was there in Italy. And I played multiple tours. I toured solo, but also where uh, Steph Burns, um, electric guitarist, Steph has been with uh, Y&T, Huey Lewis and the News, Vasco Rossi. So it's, um, it's always a joy to play with my buddy, Steph yeah. Burns. How were things uh, COVID-wise back in your home country? Well, as you probably remember, in the beginning of the pandemic, Italy was the worst place in the world after China. Many thousands of people died including my mother, unfortunately. So she sorry, Pepino. Thank you. COVID, and it was terrible. You know, could not visit her. And my brother, who, he lives in Italy, he could not see her either. It's been a tragedy that uh, is very personal to me and my family. I would imagine music has been one of your saving graces. Yes. How so? How does it lift you back up? Well, I've been playing guitar since I was 10. So this instrument has been with me all my life. Um, and so for me, it's not you know just a question of uh, playing the notes, but it's just uh, it's almost like my soul is in, <laughs> in that instrument. She knows about me deeply, and I know about her. The other day I was looking at this guitar as I was on tour, Interesting, because the instrument, you know, you can look at this as a piece of wood, but it's not. First of all, from a scientific standpoint, the molecule of the wood, uh, they aligned. Uh, If you play the instrument, uh, the instrument plays better because the molecule of the woods, they they go in straight lines. So the 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 guitar is a I see it as a an alive thing is is alive. And and so when I play it, it brings back, you know, joy and memories of, you know, 
my life with this instrument. I met my best friends. I met, you know, the most important people in my life. My daughter plays the guitar. Um, it's just, uh, uh, just uh, so much more than <laughs> any instrument to me. And it's my basically the medium for me to express my emotions. And and so it's been a, the great consoler. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, gu- I guess so. We're talking mm-hmm. with Pepino D'Agostino. He's playing at the Nevada City Oddfellows Hall this coming Tuesday, August 9th. You know, uh, I got to let people know that I was reading this quote from Guitar Magazine, which I know you probably are sick of hearing, but it's a pretty cool quote. It says that you are one of the 50 transcendent superheroes of the acoustic guitar. <laughs> How do you feel mm-hmm. about that? No, I like the word transcendent because... Um... What that means is that uh, I transcend music styles. I mean, you can't really define what I do as far as style. Um, And there's other musicians like me. You know, you can't really pinpoint what I do. It's not not country, it's not blues, it's not classical, it's not jazz. (laughs) Uh, So when they ask me, what kind of style do you play? I, I just said, transcendental music, you know, music that transcend all those different categories. Mm. And I like that, that quote. I do. It gives you freedom. Yes. You know, ultimately it's just about, um, you know, first of all, let me tell you, I play essentially music that I write for the guitar and, um, I've done work for movies, documentaries, and it works well with images, my music. So if you can define this, it's more like, uh, yeah, movie soundtrack, original music for the guitar. Really, that's what it is. I remember when I, I first got to know you, you were coming in playing at the Kumbwa Jazz Center in Santa Cruz for Sleepy John, and you'd, pro- you'd come in probably maybe once a year or whatever and play down in Santa Cruz. All of us over at K-Pig were really jealous of you because you were this hot-looking guy that came in and all the girls would just fall around you. <laughs> does that still <laughs> happen with you? No. <laughs> yeah, I bet it does. <laughs> Very straight answer. No. <laughs> well, we've put on, we put on a few years since those days back in the eighties, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What can people expect when they come to the uh, Odd Fellows Hall this coming Tuesday? What do they expect from a Pepino show? Last, I'm I'm talking to you from Lopez Island in Washington State. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Beautiful. That's what I played last night. Beautiful place. Oh. Yes, it is gorgeous. I'm looking at a beautiful bay. That's really amazing here. Anyway, what they expect, you know, is, you know, people uh, point out to me that most of my concerts I play with my eyes closed because I think I get more into the music that way. <clears throat> and so um, I think that in doing so, I can you know, really deliver my music in a special way, you know. And uh, if they, and I basically, people are telling me, hey, you go somewhere else when you play your guitar. It's true. I go somewhere else. So what they can expect is to, if they're willing, they come. They can come with me to that place. It's a place of um, really um, joy. Yeah. It's the zone that music creates. It takes you away. It takes you away from your daily <laughs> uh, routine, you know. And uh, and so I go to that place, hopefully, um, most of the time. And I notice that if people listen 
uh, with their eyes closed, they can come to that place with me, which is, uh, you know, what music does best. I, I can take, tell. Take you away. You know? Yeah. yeah takes you away. Well, that's, so what that's what they should expect. That's what happened to me. I remember I was doing sound for you, and I was trying to close my eyes. And you can't really close your eyes when you're doing sound because you got to pay attention. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, I was trying to do the same thing, and and you do. You kind of just drift off into your never never land, and then you can go into wherever that place is you want to go. You allow them that path. Yes, and this is the the interesting thing about music. You know, clearly there's a technical aspect. You know, because you know you have to. Uh, learn the mechanics of playing the guitar. But then when you play, you basically have to forget all that and just concentrate on the sound and just uh, being basically allowed yourself to disappear in that sound. And if you do that, with you know, lucky enough to do it for a living, then somehow uh, people can feel that the musician, you know, is a, is in a different place, a place of sound. And they can follow you if they want to. Well, if people want to follow you next Tuesday, they should follow you to the Nevada City Oddfellows Hall. It's a 7 o'clock show. Doors open at 6, uh, brownpapertickets.com, or you can get them through the Oddfellows Hall in Nevada City. Pepino, how would people find out more about you? What's your website? Oh, well, <clears throat> my name um, is P-E-P-P-I-N-O-D-A-G-O-S-T-I-N-O, pepinodagostino.com. It's always wonderful to talk to you, my old friend, and I uh, certainly look forward to having you come to Nevada City next week. Hey, thank you for the exposure, and I appreciate your help, and I, I'd like to say hello to all your listeners. Hopefully, I will see you there. That's our newscast for this evening. Thanks for listening. And thanks to Serino's at Main Street, serving Italian cuisine since 1983. Open Wednesdays through Sundays, 11 to 10 p.m. for lunch and dinner. Offering private dining snugs for customer safety and comfort. Information, serinosatmainstreet.com. And thanks to the Center for the Arts, committed to bringing a diverse array of programming to Western Nevada County including music, dance, theater, film, and more. Upcoming shows and information at thecenterforthearts.org. KVMR is also supported by listeners just like you. Want to pitch in? It's easy. Head over to our website, kvmr.org, and click the Donate button. While you're there, check out some of our previous newscasts or the community calendar. I'm Claudio Mendonca. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you on Monday.